let's see are we addressing the parashat vaera please uh, tonight if you can take some note or or you can actually write on your uh, phone computer whatever you have because the, i would like to condense three different subjects within basically one idea and this is vaera we know we are in parashat vaera vaera come for the word lirot to see to be able to see and I'm going to use different commentary. One of them is Oev Israel. Those of you who have heard of him. Okay. The Oev Israel. Uh, I'm going to use also Rabbi uh, uh, Cordovero. Those of you who heard about Rabbi Cordovero. The concept of the 10th Sfirot according to Rabbi Cordovero. And we're going to take it from there. I just want to make sure that people in the back there can hear me okay or can see me. I don't mind that you sit in front of me. I might spit on you by mistake, but it's not... No uh, Havana. Uh, but there is, there is two seats at least that can be here and I'm feeling uncomfortable that I'm not addressing everybody. So, so Parashat Vehera. So I would like to start with Vegam Ani Shamati Na'akat Bnei Israel. So I also heard the Na'aka. Na'aka is almost like a screaming, a praying, a begging toward the Creator. But it's a Vegam Ani. So the, the, the Hasidut, Kerem Shlomo, Elbostein, uh, Rabbi Levi Tzchak Berdichov, what, what is Gamani? What is Gamani? Gamani. God is talking to Moshe Rabbeinu said, Gamani. I also heard the screaming and the yelling and the praying of Bnei Israel. What, what, what does that mean? I also heard them. God is kind of compete with Moses. I also heard them. Gamani Shabbat Na'akad Bnei Israel. So the commentary explained, the Chachamim explained that Moses, Moshe Rabbeinu, is complaining to, to Hashem. He say, Bnei Israel... The Jewish people are not thinking right now about getting closer to you. They're thinking about one thing. How can they get out of this tzuras, of this place called Egypt, Mitzrayim? Because you know the word Mitzrayim means what? Metzar, Metzar meaning Tsar. It's narrow. The, 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 the ruler of that country called Paro. Paro is from the word Oref, Oref A. And the word Oref, the word Oref is the neck. The back of the neck and the back of the neck is the narrow part of your body, by the way. You should measure it. And the idea is like that. A lot of time when we pray, a lot of time when we ask him for help, we're not asking for dvekut. We're not asking for cleaving. That's the words in English. Cleaving toward the creator. We are a lot of time asking, how do I get out of this problem? You owe money? I want to finish the problem with the money. Get me out of it. But I'm not thinking... What is truly going on with this idea, the problem that I have? What's the blessing in it? Now, those of you who are a little bit into Kabbalah know that the Pasuk start by Daber Elohim. If you look at Rashi, those of you who read Rashi, Rashi say, Diberi Tokashot, meaning he talked to him harshly. Because Ledaber, in Hebrew, Ledaber, meaning to talk or to, to say something, is come from Midat Adin. And that's why it's attached to the word Elohim. Elohim is always. Midat Adin, it's the judgment attribute. When you see Yud Kevavke, the touch of Gameten, it's always Midat Arachamim. And there it says Vayomer. Those of you who know a little bit Hebrew, Vaydaber, judgment, Vayomer, Rachamim. So the, the question that everybody asks, how come you have judgment and mercy in the same verse? Oev Israel, I don't know if you ever heard the name Oev Israel, one of the greatest books everybody should have and everybody should read every day, Oev Israel. Those of you who never been in his grave, maybe you don't know his story. Oev Israel teleport his body after he died from Mizebush. He was buried next to the Baal Shem Tov. I don't know if you've ever been there. There is a grave which is empty. And he teleport himself to, anybody know? 
Which city did he go to and bury himself? You know? He don't visit Israel that much. He, he teleported himself to Tveria. To Tveria, yeah. In Tveria, next to the Rabbi Menachel Mendel of Vitevsk, in the Ashkenazi graveyard, across from the, from the Kineret, from the Sea of Galilee, you have a grave there with no name. No name. And it's a little stone below the Rabbi Menachem Levitevsk that this is Oev Israel Akadosh. They call him Oev Israel, they call him the love of Israel. The reason they call him by that name is for one single reason, is because the idea, he was always looking on a commentary. If there is a little judgment against somebody in the Torah, he will make sure that he will speak good about it. Example, I give you an example. When it go to Parashat Noach, please read it yourself. It say Noach, and I know I'm getting a little bit out of the subject, but I like to do it. You will edit later. So it say about Noach that Vayanas Noach mea that Noach ran away from the flood into the ark. Rashi say there emuna Noach. Rashi say he was uh, believe, not believe, you know, a little doubts. Wasn't sure. Oev Israel said, of course he was Katne Emunah. He knew he was a tzaddik. He knew he was righteous. So what he did, he made sure that he would not believe because if he would believe, the Mabul will come. So he decided not to believe and through not believing, he basically prevented from happening. That's Oev Israel. This is just introduction to the commentary I'm about to present to you. Oev Israel write about this parasha. Why in one way we see judgment, in another way we see mercy. And Oev Israel say like that is a very important that we remember that. Hashem is teaching us a great lesson for all of us. Within the problem, within the misery, within all the chaos that you're going through, through the pain, in the middle of the pain, not later on, not before, in the middle of the pain. Person, God forbid, in the middle of divorce, bad divorce, nothing is working. Not after that you say, oh, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, I get out of it. Or before, I have a great marriage. Within the problem, there is mercy. Within the issue, there is mercy. And more than that, as Oev Israel say, meaning the sweet of the judgment, only can happen if you see blessing within your problem. That's the real va'era, say Oev Israel. You want to have va'era? You want to be able to see, because va'era means to see, to be capable to have a vision. You want to get to that place? Now list all your problems in your life. Make a list tonight. And make sure you go one by one by one and say, I got to find the blessing within it. I'll tell you another thing. In, uh, in the Zohar, there is a section when Chavaya uh, de uh, Rabbi uh, Chia, the vision of Rabbi Chia. The vision of Rabbi Chia write like this. When Rabbi Chia decided to visit heaven, he decided to go to heaven and see what is it like. And everybody say, you're not welcome here because you're not dead yet. And Rabbi Chia, Rabbi Chia sitting there, and they listen to the voice of the Bashiach, to the voice of the angels. And what they say then, you know what they say then? They say, whoever wants to enter this holy place is only one type of person. Whoever is able to turn bitter to sweet, and whoever able ra letov. Meaning, if you look at your life and you find blessing within your problem, you can enter. But if you cannot do that, my friend, unfortunately, problem can last a little bit longer. So it's up to each one of you. 
whatever we have in our life. And I know out in the street and I get angry also, you know, since October 7, I'm losing it a little bit. People have to hold me because I'm getting angry and upset. How can they do it to my people? What's going on? What's going on? But I always go back to the Admor of Brandwine. I always go back to what the Admor of Brandwine write. And it's a, it's up to us. Meaning if we behave a certain way, you go to Masech and Megillah, it's a very simple, if you don't behave, if you misbehave, I'm sending you a king like Amen to you. Basically, if you look at the result, which is bad, that bad result, if you don't believe you can fix it, then why crying about it? It's not going to get fixed. But if you look into your life and you say it's up to me to change, and by me changing, there is a result that will be outside of myself, Baruch Hashem. If you believe that if you believe you can destroy it, then you should believe you can fix it. That's really what it's all about. Now, what is this to do with Vaera that I'm able to see? And what, what help do we get in this week, Parsha, that I will be able to actually fix it? Very simple, my friend. Very, very simple. How many plagues do we have in this week, Parsha? How many plagues? Anybody know? I mean, you should know it, by the way. No, we have actually seven. Three is next week. Good job. Three is next week. Now, why Dafka? Why, why Dafka? I mean, God was in a bad mood. And he said, mm, I'm not going to do it all in one shot. I'm going to do five and five. Maybe six and four. Um, eight and two. The idea is, my friend, in Kabbalah, there is something called Sefirot. And I want you to look at your phone, if you have the phone, if you took the diagram, and you're going to see something very interesting. The Sefirot, or what uh, Kabbalists call Tree of Life, Etz Achaim. Many people think Etz Achaim is some type of tree that I know it's a many uh, Persian carpet selling uh, uh, the Tree of Knowledge with an apple and a snake, and, and they're grabbing the apple. It was never an apple. I'm, I'm sorry for those of you. I, I like apple juice, but it was not an apple. Okay, the tradition say that maybe it was wheat, chita, or it was grape, yain, and a little bit of the tradition say maybe, 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 tena, fig. But usually it's either grapes or wheat. Zerkol, that, that, that's it. No apple, no pear, no pineapple, and any inyan Some people can say it's etrog. There is a, another opinion, etrog. You know, why dafka etrog? Why dafka etrog? For more, for more, I mean, it's actually a holy. Because etrog stands for altolicheni regel gava, that the ego will never be able to capture me. You know what? When I say etrog, you know what etrog? Citrog, like the one, those things we're shaking. Maybe some of you are not familiar. In Sukkot, we're shaking some. You see some weird people with vegetables in their hands dancing. That's that's all etrog. The lemon shaped thing. Because I'm looking faces, and maybe not everyone know what etrog is. Citrog is called. Anyway, the sefirot, my friend. What is sefirot? Sefirot comes with the word either sapphire, that it shines like sapphire, but it's also comes with the word sfar. Those of you Israeli or speak Hebrew, sfar means limit, like Yeshua sfar, but it's a phone. Sfar means that there is actually a border around it. It creates a certain limit. It filters something out. The light of the Creator, what we call Orensof, it's called endless. We cannot capture the concept of endless, so don't even try. I mean, I know a lot of... Uh, People who study Kabbalah out there try to be cool and say, yeah, I got the light, I got the endless light. No, 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 you don't get it. If you get it, you, you don't get it. You know, that's one of the things that you know somebody didn't get it, you know, if they say they got it. 
How can you get a concept of endless? Endless cannot be captured by an end person. We are concept of end. We are in Golgotha. We are, this is Golgotha. This is this, this, you see this skull? It's called Golgotha. This is it, the limitation. What about people who motivate you? You go to those lectures, you gotta think out of the box. You can never think out of the box. You can think in a bigger box. You can never think out of the box because you are in a box. You always will be in a box. I'm so sorry for the bad news. You can read Patach Eliyahu if you want from Tikkuni Azor. And if you read Patach Eliyahu and it translate to English, you can find it. It says, It cannot, cannot grasp a concept of endless. So the endless itself has to manifest itself into our universe. Because within the endless light, all the joy, all the pleasure we're going to feel, it's in the endless. But if the endless will just pour all this light on us, we're going to get burned. It's like, I want to feel better, and I'm going to put my finger into the socket. I can't. It can kill you. You have to filter out the energy. The sefirot is how you filter out the light of the creator. So it starts usually from keter, what it called crown, and it goes all the way to malchut. That's very simple. But the plagues that took a place don't go from above to below. They go from below to above. Remember that. Now, every plague gives you a different type of freedom. But I'm not talking about freedom out of Egypt. I'm talking about freedom out of jealousy, freedom out of anger, freedom out of addiction, that type of freedom. I know that in Passover, everybody's celebrating getting out of Egypt. A wrong celebration, my friend. A wrong celebration. Judaism is not a historical book. It's a wonderful history. But Judaism never have been. Unfortunately, in the last 150 years, there is a lot of wonderful rabbi who dress very well. They have a wonderful dress. They look like rabbi. They talk like rabbi. They have a two diploma of rabbi. But they have no idea, unfortunately. We are living in a very tough time. They're not because they're not educated. The opposite. More educated they are, unfortunately, more far away from the truth they are. Not because they're bad people. They've never been educated with those things. They don't teach it in yeshiva. Those of you who went to yeshiva, unfortunately, if you show it to the rabbi, they're going to kick you out. You're going to be the one who cleaned the yeshiva at the end of the day. They don't teach it. They teach chasidut. Instead of calling it kabbalah, they call it chasidut. Chasidut never was called chasidut by the Baal Shem Tov. It's called kabbalah. It was never called chasidut by the Oev Israel. It was kabbalah. Make it be message. Never call it chasidut. It was kabbalah. The people who observe Kabbalah in those days call Hasidim, from the word Chesed. Mit Chasedim Kono, a person who's kind. Don't forget it. All Hasidic people, they study Kabbalah, but sometimes they don't know that they study Kabbalah. If you are Bobov, if you are Satmer, I don't care what you are, you automatically study Kabbalah. So Kabbalah is part of the Jewish life. Unfortunately, it's not part of everybody's life. It's part of it very little amount of Jewish people who study it. Why? Because it's forbidden, because you go crazy. They say, they give you all kind of shtekalach that got to scare you, don't, don't touch the book. And they're always going to tell you age 40. And Baruch Hashem, I went everywhere to challenge all rabbis, from Monsi to South America to everyone. I always go to Rosh Yeshiva, say, are you above 40? He said, yeah. I said, do you study Kabbalah? He said, no. Did you do Atarat Nedarim? So what are you talking about? I say, you always say that Shazveposkin, 40, and all this, you don't do it. So you just an excuse. 
Every child from age six has to study this wisdom. Who say that me? No, I'm a little guy. I'm just, I'm just the voice. I'm just the voice of a book called Peleyoetz, Rabbi Eliezer Papo. Look at the letter Zion, you will find that. From age six, you have to teach your children Kabbalah. Why? Because without that enshayachut, there is no connection to the Creator. On Va'era, we're dealing with the lower seven sefirot. Those lower seven sefirot break you out of prison, break you out of the issue of not having the true freedom. Remember, your freedom will not come if you win your problem. Your freedom will come if you deal with your problem. If you have an addiction, or some people are cheap, some people go cheap, they disappear every time the bills arrive at the restaurant, they're gone. And then they come back, eh, somebody pay for it. Oh, I'm so sorry I wasn't here. I was in the bathroom, I was fixing my car, my wife. You're cheap. You have a disease, you're cheap. You're stingy. You have anger issue. You have all kinds of issues. Everybody has issue. We all come with an issue. Somebody tell you they don't have issue, oh, that's the big problem. We all have issue. We all have issues. What are you doing here? I mean, you have not, no, Hashem did a mistake. Ah, oops. One tzaddik went down to the world. <laughs> How did I do it? God said, if you came to this world, you have a problem. We have to fix it. One day I'm the teacher here. One day you will be the teacher here. We keep changing reincarnation and again and again. Hopefully I'm going to get it right. I don't want to come back. You know, I want to, I want to fix it already. Seven plagues for seven types of freedom. That's what I'm about to do with you. And this is based, by the way, those of you who know Rabbi Cordovero, the Ramak, in the book called Tomer Dvorah. If you heard the book, good. If you're not, I call Beseder. It's also okay. I'm going to go plagues by plagues, and I will tell you what type of freedom you achieve by reading the Torah this week. Makadam, the, the plague of uh, blood. Okay, we know that Adam was nefesh. We always saying that that's malchut. It's called sefirat malchut. So we're standing for malchut. You see, it says blood. You see that, and it's going up. So we start from the bottom, going up. Please, please don't forget it. So, what is malchut representing Kabbalah? Malchut representing is basically the ground, the desire to receive for myself, the ego. It's the opposite of the altruism. It's the egoism. Malchut is the me, 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 and myself. It's all the me. It's the need to be right. It's the need to tell everyone I need to be right. Because ki adam nefesh. In these plagues, you are removing yourself from that need of the me, for the announcing, for the me I am. I am because I am. And it's a need. I'll tell you a story happened. We were just in Florida. Somebody told me I'm 10 and I look much better. You know, so thank you. So something happened in Florida before we left. We're staying in a hotel where there is a minion there. That's my dream come true. There is a hotel actually with a minion in the bottom. A minion in the bottom. So Baruch Hashem, we are praying in the minion. And to my, to, to my opinion, we went okay. Eight o'clock it start. My son started a little bit early. He became the chazan and he became a little early. Somebody walk in. He just arrived from Monsi. He walk in and he thought that I'm in charge of, of, of the whole hotel. Do I look like in charge? I'm not the type who's in charge. Usually pray aside and shalom aleichem. And he starts saying, how oh, dare you start before? And I said, usually I don't talk in that film. So, in the end of the tefillah, I came to him. And I said, 
I don't know. It seems like I make you very angry. And I don't know why I make you angry. But I would like to apologize. Now, around him, there is about 20 Hasidim. And, and, he, and he right away said to me, I'm so sorry. And we hug each other. And I was very, very happy about it. Why am I telling you this story? A lot of time, people will do things to you that you don't like. I had too much ego at that morning, I guess. He saw it. He attacked my ego with a punch. I had to go for it. You know, I, okay, I deserve that. Dam, when you go to Makat Dam, Adamu Anefesh, do not think about you being right. You think about let go of the me. There is a me. Take the M, turn it upside down, and turn it into W, and turn it into we. You have an argument with your wife? Turn it around. You have an argument with your husband? Turn it around. You have an argument with the neighbor? Turn it around. You can't, you can, but at least try. If you can turn the me into we, you're free. That's a number one freedom. Remember, malchut. Second type of freedom, makat tzfardea. Tzfardea is frog. Now, frog is, according to the Arizal, tzipor de'a. That's how the Arizal called tzfardea. He doesn't call it frog. He called it tzipor de'a. Uh, tzipor de'a will be a bird of knowledge. That's how he called it. This is uh, uh, related to Sfirat Yesod, as you can see in the paper. Sfirat Yesod. Yesod representing either the reproductive organ or it's representing, Yesod is called Mila, like Brit Mila. Mila means words, okay? So it has to do with communication. How are you communicating? Meaning what? Meaning what type of words are you saying when you're saying them? How do you say the words? Why would you choose that word? What do you talk about behind their back, even if they're not there in kind of the outside and you talk bad about them? And you think it's okay to do it. Remember, every time you speak bad words, you're not hurting somebody more than you're hurting yourself. You might hurt them a little bit, but you're truly hurting yourself. Words is the one weapon humanity has. Did you know that? Do you know the Kabbalists don't call us human? Kabbalists don't call us human. You know what they call us? You know what the Kabbalists call us? Medaber. Medaber. They don't call us Adam, Medaber, the one who knows how to talk. So we, our power is in the Dibur, in the way we talk. When you speak, you create power. When you speak bad about yourself, you create entity. When you speak about others, negativity, you create entity for them and for yourself. Entity, I mean, I cannot say it at night. But words of human being is the most powerful tools we have. For that reason, all those magicians use words in Arabic. Abra, Kadabra. Abra meaning Aramaic, I will create. Let me create it for you. Kadabra, Kadabra meaning Ledaber. More uh, like I say, like I talk. Abra, Kadabra. Abra, Kadabra. Meaning I will, I, what I will say, I will create. It's kind of interesting. Your words in Yesod, your words is the most powerful thing. How do you talk to people? You have to learn rules. You may remember it, you may not. There is rules that I adopted in 1995. It's a program that's called L-A-S-T. L-A-S-T. Listen, apologize, solve, and think. Listen, apologize, solve, and think. When you are with your wife, things not working well. You are with your husband, with your friend, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is, partner, business. Listen apologize, solve, and thank. 
Listen, learn to listen. Learn to listen. Do you know, you want to know if you really listen? After they say what you say, do you ask question or you don't? If you don't, you're not actually listening. Do you take note? Mm, you don't listen. Then you have the apologize. I'm sorry if it make you feel that way. It doesn't mean I hurt you. It's how you felt. I'm sorry for that. Then solve. Try to find a way to solve it. Try to find a way to make it better. A lot of time I see couples like to go to the solve before they listen. And there is such a fight. They fighting like crazy. They fighting because I see this, this husband, the wife has got to talk to him about her issue, blah, 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 blah. It's the same fight usually with all couples. You think you're unique. Everybody fight about the same thing. How can you do it? Why did you forget it? Where have you been? And he said, honey, let's solve it. And then it was the worst nightmare fight of his life. Instead of listen, what exactly happened? Tell me more about it. Oh, the, the, okay, okay, I'm apologize how you felt. Let's solve it now. That's L-A-S-T. Those of you who have business, customer service business, L-A-S-T. By the way, start... T, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for bringing to my attention that you're actually in pain. They, they started actually, they used that program. It started in Canada. They were using it in Starbucks. That's how it became famous. Yeah, so just to, not, not today, but I'm talking about when Starbucks began. LAST, it's, it's not mine. It's something that I learned from others. But it's a very important in communication. It's truly help if we learn to listen. If you want to get deep into it, uh, write on Google active listener, how to become an active listener. Because there is a listener and there is an active listener. Please don't, don't get confused between the two. There is somebody who can hear, somebody who can listen, somebody is active listener. Active listener asks thousands of questions. And, and for the person who talk, this is amazing, amazing. Who is good in that, but they doing it for money? I'm sorry if, if I hurt your profession, psychologists. Psychologists and psychiatrists, they doing it. There is a reason for that. They doing it. It's uh, um, time is fin done, gotta go. And how that happened? And what exactly she told you? Is that so? Tell me more about it. Oh, 45 minutes, we gotta go, you know? This is a business too. So don't develop it into a business. Do it from your heart. Do it for real. Because if you start sound like a preacher, your husband, your wife, your friend will feel it. Be real. That's Yesod and that's Sfardea. So the freedom you get from Makat Sfardea, the Makot, I want, I want to make sure I, I'm clear that the Makot, the plagues, most of us think it happened to Egypt. It happened to Pharaoh. What do you think that Pharaoh in Egypt in Kabbalah, they don't believe that something just happened then and it's happened there. It's inside. I have a little pharaoh in me. I have a little pharaoh. I have Egypt in me too. If you don't think you have Egypt in you or pharaoh in you, then what are you doing? What are you supposed to clean? You're supposed to clean something. I have a pharaoh. He doesn't listen. He's akshan. He's akshan. He's stubborn. He doesn't want to listen. I'm kshe'oref. That's paro. And the mitzvah is narrow. When we're thinking too small. Every time you think selfish, you think, unfortunately, too small. Now we're going to Kinim, lice. Okay, Kinim is in Sfirat Hod. Sfirat Hod in Kabbalah represents either Dave, Dave meaning depression, Dave, Atsuv, sadness, depression, or Odo, Odo means glory. It can choose between, between the, uh, uh, the two. The, the Rabbi Woshe Kodovero, right? 
אוקטובר דבורה, the idea is to be able to learn from every human being. You have to be learned from everyone. A Kabbalist get to a level that they learn from a stone. Do you know that Rabbi Isaac Luria was able to talk to a candle? To the flame that moved, he was able to communicate with the flame. Candle, stone, vegetables. Unfortunately, we are in a generation we cannot even learn from human. If somebody come and tell you in the street that you are stupid, would you ask him, you're going to do the LAST with them? Uh, I would like to know why would you call me stupid? It's got to be the truth about it. And I would like to find out, or you're going to punch him in the face. Unfortunately, we're not willing to learn. And that's why those messengers are not coming to us. A fly can teach you a lesson. Fly. Rabbi Isaac Luria in Sharuach HaKodesh write, a fly can come and teach you a lesson. Fly. So the whole idea of Kinim in Sfirah of Od, in Sfirah of Od, is idea that, that I'm writing here down for you is like a lot of people going to Bet Knesset, going to synagogue, and they study parasha, but they cannot change. That's a kinim, that's a odd consciousness. You study the parasha, you study Talmud, you're so knowledgeable. Can you change? Can you change? And those of you are a little bit more scholar, there is a machlok, there is an argument between Tanakama and Rabbi Yossi about how long you're allowed to study Torah before you change. And the Mahlokets say, some say five years, some say three years. You cannot just study spirituality and don't work on yourself to become a better human being. You can't. You have to change. You have to become a better human being. The whole idea of study spirituality, am I becoming a better person? In Sphira of Netzach, we have Arov, a wild beast or mixed animal. And what is Netzach? Netzach is to be able to support money-wise, Love-wise, support people who study spirituality. One of the mitzvot, one of the idea of the mitzvot is to support Talmidei Chachamim, what we call Zvulun ve'isaschar. The idea when you say Talmidei Chachamim, if you have the merit to be the great rabbi, to be the great teacher, and even you can give them a glass of water or a bottle of water, is in the level of Netzach. And that's a tremendous, tremendous mitzvah to be able to serve. Do you know that? The serving a great Talmud Chacham, serving a true uh, spiritual teacher, let's call it a master or whatever name you come to your mind, this is more than study from them. Shimusho yoter milimudo. To take care of a person like that is more than actually study for him. Why? All the secret that pass on from your master to you is not coming through teaching. You have to serve him. You have to give him a glass of water. You have to give him a piece of bread. That's the only way that it's, it's, it's working. That's why it's happening with Eliyahu Navi and Elisha. Elisha was the successor of Eliyahu Navi. Yoshua and Moshe Rabbeinu. It's always will be the person who serve or get the secret. Not the most scholar person. You can be a scholar, but you, you're not changing. Something is not changing about you. Dever, Tiferet. Tiferet is exactly the center column, what we call Midat HaRachamim. It usually represents the Torah. Our Torah is not a history book. I'm repeating it tonight three times already. When you read the Torah, you're not reading a history book. You're reading, let's call it, discovery book. Meaning that book is telling you what's going to happen with your life in this week. 
Vaera didn't happen then only. It's happening this week as well. We have seven levels that we need to remove within Paro'ov Ebitzrayim, within me, so I will get to the true freedom. If I want to get to this freedom, those are the stages I need to take. And Baruch Hashem, that we record again, that everybody can go to that and make homework to make sure seven levels that you can remove it. What is Tiferet? Is to look for a teacher. You have to have a teacher, a rabbi, what we call it, that you sit at least, at least once a week alone. You cannot just, I mean, coming to a group, it's a wonderful thing, but at least five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, something. You got to get some time with a rabbi, with a teacher who can teach you. And everybody has to find one. It doesn't matter who it is. They know the Torah. Make sure, hey, rabbi, I need to meet with you for 10 minutes. 10 minutes, please, on the phone. Just teach me something. By the rabbi, by the teacher, teach you something. He's giving you something called Or Mekif. Or Mekif is called surrounding light, meaning more light that you can capture at that moment. So you always have to have teacher because they're going to give you more than your vessel can contain. So you can contain that, they will give you more. So how can you put it inside? After a certain amount of time, it will fit in because you're going to grow. Okay? So every person, every person, find freedom by study directly from a person. Directly, not just in a group. Shechin. Okay? Shechin. Boy, Gvura. What is Gvura? Gvura sounds Gibor. Gibor means strength, but Gvura also means Itgabrut, overcoming something. Every time, as you as a Chazaka Kovesh Etitro, somebody who can conquer this evil inclination, are you capable to overcome your anger? Are you capable to overcome your passion for whatever passion means to you? Are you capable of overcome a certain thing about your personality? that normally it's very difficult for you to overcome it? That's a question. And until a person, until a person, until a person is not capable yet to overcome a certain thing, then he doesn't merit the level of gvura. In life, there is two types of success. What you achieve, that's the easy part, and what you overcome. You see, a lot of parents who come to see me with their children, they usually want the kids to become a doctor, to become a professor, to become a scientist, to become, to become, to become, to become. But they're never busy with the kids, what they overcome together. That's more important than what they're going to become. The overcoming is called gvura. Unfortunately, most people in our generation, not because this generation is bad, this generation is great. The parents doing a lousy job, but the generation is unbelievable. Sometimes I hear parents say, oh, my kid is so weak, it's not like me. So no. No, they don't like you. And that's a problem. That's your job to become like your parents, to make them better than you. That's a real issue. Make your kids good. Not by giving them solution, by actually help them to struggle and see how the struggle, the struggle give birth to the real personality of a human being. The struggle is the gift of Hashem. That's the real gift. What do you think? You won $1 million, that's, that's the gift? No to work to get the $1 million. What did you do to get it? That's, more, that's called Eid Gabrut, Gevura. Remember, Gevura. Freedom, true freedom, come mostly because of Gevura, by the way. Most of the Gevura. So people who suffer, or people who have problem, for whatever problem you have, and you keep complaining, what are you overcoming?
How many of you struggle lately? How many of you struggle to lift your hand to say that you actually struggle? <laughs> All right, I mean, think about it. The gvura, the idgabrut. All right, and the idea is to control your desire and to really wish for a true power that will be good for everybody. Barad, the last one, Barad, Barad, hell is chesed. Remember the sphira of chesed, a sphira of kindness. Milk is chesed. Water is chesed. Uh, um, mercy is chesed. All of this is chesed. Chesed is good. It's kindness. But chesed too much also it's a problem. You can love the wrong thing. It's also chesed. It's also chesed. Chesed that doesn't have boundary. You start loving uh, stealing. There's people who love to steal. They enjoy it. That's love too. I'm a chesed. I'm a chesed. I'm a chesed. I'm a chesed. I'm a chesed that like to steal. I'm a chesed that like to kill. I'm, a chesed. I'm still a chesed. I love doing it. <laughs> love is not always a connotation of a good thing. Depends what you love. Love with no boundary, it's a dangerous love. Love has to have the boundary. It's called ira ve'ava. It's a mix of the two forces. If you have only ava, if you have only love, no good. If you only ira, no good. You gotta learn to mix it. Boundaries and love. Boundary and love. Why dafka barad? Why dafka hell? Because it's made of water. Made of water, but it's a water become ice. It's destroy everything. Destroy everything. What is it destroy? A lot of time, and this is the time to talk about money and charity and tithing. You can't first, I want to tell everybody, I mean, you don't have to give it here. Give it somewhere else. But don't cheat on tithing. One thing advice I want to give you. You have $1,000, and the dollar got to go away. Don't, don't play game with that. 10% got to go. Give it to whoever you want, but got to go. Got to go. Don't keep that 10%. Don't keep that 10%. It's going to poison the entire money that left. And don't say that we'll do it next month. Get rid of it. Don't give it. Get rid of it. It's a poison of your success. It's a poison. It's like contagious. When a 10% stay there, it starts eating the 20, the 30, the 40, the 50. The only religion that I actually find that they're very fanatic about 10%, the only religion that I found, I'm sorry, it's not Jewish, actually. It's Mormon. You ever meet Mormon people? Mormon are fanatic about 10%. Not only they give 10% of the money, they give 10% of their time. Yes, I met with them. 10%, everything 10%. Give the 10%, get rid of it. Don't let it even sit in your drawer. Shalom, I don't want that money. When you give the 10%, you stay with, why 10%? Aha. Look at that. Look how beautiful it is. We have 10 sefirot. Where is the 10% sitting? In malchut. You're getting rid of the malchut of your money. So you have $1,000. Try to think that every sefira is under dollar. The malchut, which is the physicality of the money, not the blessing of the money, you give it. What you stay with? 90% of the money, which is what? Pure and light and energy. Most people don't know it. So they say, mm, if I have 10%, yeah. I tell you a story happened to me in New York in city, I think it's called Plainview in Long Island. There is Plainview in Long Island. There is a city like this guy. Um, there's a poor lady, no money, no food. We're helping her. And she told me, I really want you to get me from Israel a set of Zohar. I am a great believer and I believe the Zohar is a miracle. So sure, but it costs a lot of money to ship it, to bring it. So uh, I pay. So can you pay because you're pretty poor? 
you don't have money, we don't mind to give it for free, not to worry. Say, I really want to pay for it. I really want to pay for it, and I pay $10 every time. So, okay, whenever I will be in town, I will pick up the $10. Two story, guys, listen carefully. This lady is a great believer. She's buying with $1 a lottery ticket every week. Every week, lot, uh, lottery ticket. Okay, in those days, I guess $1 can get you one box. I don't know if it's still today. After one year, she's almost finishing paying the Zohar. She tells me, listen, Eliyahu, I want to make a deal with you. You were so nice to me. I'm going to give you 10% from the lottery ticket. Never promise things like this. And I'm saying, okay, said, you know, a thousand people promise me stuff. Another one. I said, I'm telling you, you know, I need your, I know your organization need money. 10% of whatever I win will go to you. She said, no. I said, why not? It's a good idea. It was Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, if you know, the, the Ilula. And uh, she called me. She said, yeah, I wouldn't believe it. I won the lottery ticket. It's a true story. And she said to me, after, if you take all the money in one shot, they remove about, I don't know, 60% or 50%. A lot of money going to go away. Yeah. Yeah. So she stayed with 14 million only. One four. Only. So, me and my friend uh, Haggai, God bless his soul, said Haggai, so I told Haggai the story. And two weeks after that, I get the envelope, and I said to Haggai, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready for that? When we're opening the check together, me and Haggai, and there is $1,400 there. So Haggai looked at me and said, yeah, uh, I think uh, it's two zero, there's a few zero missing here. I said, yeah, she said it, she didn't mean it, it's okay. So a guy said to me, hello, hello, it's a nether, it's a vowel, she promised. I said, I don't know how to do it. I really don't know what, what I'm, I'm going to go to her and start telling her you owe me money over something I didn't work for. I can't do that. I can't do that. He said, you are pachdani, you are afraid, and you should at least give her the chance to do tshuva. So I'm not doing it. Look how the story goes. I'm invited now to a Brit. I'm going to a Brit Milah. She's there, the husband, and already, Baruch Hashem, they bought a new house. I call Nera Yeter Tov, everything looks better. And Shalom Aleichem, Shalom Aleichem, the Zen, nice Brit, nice Rabbi, nice Moel, good food, ba 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 you know, the, the normal talk. Normal talk, I go back, a guy called me, I heard you've been there. I said, yes, I saw her. See, you didn't say anything. I said, lo naimli, lo naimli, how do I do it? Wedding. One month after, we are invited to a wedding, we are in the same table. Same table, 12, table number 12. We're sitting together. This is happening around Lawrence. If you know, there is in Lawrence, one of those places for wedding. I'm there, a very nice place. Sitting there. She's at that moment, she's uh, sour. Meaning she looked at me like I'm like a detective, like I'm following her. So I'm feeling it and I say, excuse me, but I don't think that I didn't put myself at this table. Because I'm the same. I didn't do it. No problem. Start defending myself before even she say anything. And uh, after that, uh, Haggai tell me, Aliyah, it's time for you to pick up the phone and at least give her a chance. You're not acting like the Torah. So, okay, don't want to tell her. You just mentioned what happened before the deal, and it's up to her to do whatever she wants. So I'm calling her, say, listen, uh, I need to talk to you. You know, it was, I received 1,400, and I, th I think, I think 10% is, 1.4 million, you know. I, I, it's not that I'm asking for you to give me your money, but I'm just, I'm just have to do by the Torah, I have to tell you that's that's the cheshbon. 
that's the the calculation of the situation. That's that's I'm just saying it. And of course, it wasn't good. She told me what's going on, and everything started to go wrong in her life. Her grandmother came from Israel, and she broke her two hip in the in the bathtub. The house started leaking. Everything started to go wrong. In the end of the day, they lost all of her money. Two story. Now I'm not here to scare you. That's not my mission here. Not here to scare you. And if you get scared, that's my fault, and I'm sorry. But I'm here to inform you that 10% of your money, even if it's a gift for your bar mitzvah, give it away. Get rid of it. If a poor person, look at the halacha. If a poor person is sitting in the street and you go by and you give him under dollar, he's chayav to give 10% on it too. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's halacha. Every person, it's not, it's not $10 he has to give it. Under dollar, $10. $1, 10 cents. What? Yes. So just memory and understand this whole idea because it's a very, very important thing. I would like, I would like to end up with a section from Rabbi Yudatsvi Brandwein. I don't know if you heard the name before. Rabbi Yudatsvi Brandwein was the Admor of Stretton. And uh, I follow his Torah for 35 years. I follow his rabbi Torah, Rabbi Yudah Ashlag, for 35 years as well. He's the most important study that I can have. And I had the privilege to put this book together. Those of you want to get it. It's called The Stretten. Okay? It's, it's called Tzvila Tzadik. Tzvila Tzadik. There is letter here. And this. Some of the things you can understand. It's in Hebrew. I'm sorry for the people who speak English. It's in Hebrew. Hopefully, soon, we're working with few people, uh, with Koren, and Koren public, Publication, and with Sepharia. So we're working on a lot of idea to make it happen that everybody can read it in English. But I would like to read it for you because I was thinking to put it here actually as welcoming people to read this for you. Please listen carefully. It's actually very important for me and I hope it will be important for you. And it's fit this time for the Jewish people what they're going through, what they're going through since October 7th. So please listen carefully. One of the things that we lost as Jewish nation, as Jewish people, is the recognition of a Jewish nation. Klomar, meaning, the normal thing that reconnect or connect every Uma, every nation. The string of love, the string of love that connect people within the nation, which are very regular and natural with every nation, they are unconnected from our heart. They are gone. And I know some of you right now disagree with that, but let me finish the section. Some of us still stay with some love for our Jewish nation. It's not been injected to our heart in a positive way. Like it's in all other nations, Sweden, Denmark, England. We are connected, unfortunately, to a similar type of suffering that we all suffer together. Whatever it is, the Holocaust, the Inquisition, the two temples, the Galuyot. We are connected to one another through the pain and suffering we went through, Sarah Brandon. So our closeness, our connection, and 
The reason we connect to one another is because we went through the same problem. This is an external ingredient that is connected to us with the natural tendency to become a Jewish nation. We developed some weird type of love in our Jewish nation and that type of love is not strong enough to do what it's meant to be doing. The warmness of this love it's only help us to be excited for a second. And this is not enough love to build us strong as a nation, as a Jewish nation. A nation or unification that, ha that happened because of an external force, meaning inquisition, killing us, torturing us, abusing us, raping us, it's a problem. But if that's caused us to be together, that's not strong enough. We are like different union put in one bag together and wrap the bag around. Yes, it seems like we have unity because we're all in one bag. We're not melukadim, we're not unity. We don't have enough unity. It's not stable. Every uh, movement from outside that affecting that bag so that movement within the bag every time a different enemy hurting the Jewish nation. So we feel like we're moving to the right, to the left, to up and down, and then we make peace with each other. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But we didn't yet connect to one another in a true way, regardless the pain that we went to. If we only knew that we developed that love in our nation, Ben Prat Le Prat between details to that, between me and the majority of people, loyalty, ready to give myself, that was written right after 1948, actually it was in we are unified with the human being, or if it's talk about Jewish nation, because we went through a lot of pain. And as Jewish people, we all went through some pain. If you're Russian, you have the pogrom. If you're this, you have the inquisition. If you're that, you have that. Everybody went through a problem. Right now, after October 7, everybody see your yarmulke, they spit on the, on the floor that you're walking on. Every person, but that's not what unified us. We have to look for a force that unified us as a nation, as together, as we can love each other, not because you're similar to my problem, not because you look like me. I'm gonna raise the level of love toward you, toward you, and that would build the unity. Unfortunately, a lot of us, since whatever happened October 7, since what happened before, we develop a certain pointing finger like that, to the problem, but the problem is not the roots. And I know it's very difficult to accept what I'm about to say. It's not the roots. We're not dealing with the roots. And if we don't deal with the roots, you know what's gonna happen? 
That's what my dentist always tell me. It's going to happen again. You don't fix it from the roots, it's going to happen again. The roots, my dear friend, can we dance together? Not, not physical dance. I mean, can we, can we connect? Can we love? Can we connect to one another? And this is a very important that every person, if you can take it home with you, can I love my neighbor that I'm not into so much? I'm not into them. Can I love the person who pray next to me in the table that always moving the elbow on my tefillin? Can I find a way to love them? Can I love the person that on Shabbat always put the elbow in my soup and I'm telling you, move your elbow. Can I find a way to love? Can I find a way to love the kids, my children, that bother me sometimes? Can I love my wife, even if she asks me the wrong question when it's not the right time to ask me the wrong question? Can I love my husband, even if it seems like he's doing nothing all day long, and when I ask him just to help me a little bit, he says, I'm sorry, I'm busy. Can I find love toward them? Can I love people more than I love today? Not because we have similarity of a problem. Oh, we both went to Inquisition. We both hate by the Nazi. We both hate by Hamas. We both hate by the Palestinian. That's not a way to achieve unity. That unity, this war will be end soon. And hopefully all the people that have been kidnapped will come back home. It will happen. No question about it. But what after? Talk to me about one year after that. What are we doing? Are we going to get along? Those of you who know Eretz Israel, that's it. Are you going to see everybody get along? <laughs> I disagree with you, but I love you. Are you going to see that? I totally disagree with you, but I love you. You're Bet Shammai. I'm Bet Hillel. We can dance together. I disagree with you, but we can dance together. That's why every time you put mezuzah, you don't put it straight. You don't put it like that. You put it in between. Bet Shammai say, put it this way. Bet Hillel put it this way. We're going to do something in between. So you can unify the two opinions. We have to find a way to connect, please. We have to find a way we can connect. Chaz v'shalom. Otherwise, it can happen again. Whatever we saw in October 7th, you, you're not stupid. You're smart. I mean, you saw what happened six months before that. Everybody strike. Everybody block Tel Aviv. Everybody, I'm against this and I'm against that. I was invited. Me and my wife were invited. I didn't know we were invited to a political campaign. You know, when they invite you, they don't tell you it's a political campaign. They told me there is spicy pasta like my mom made. And they invite me there. It's, it's called Sicilian pasta. So we, I'm arriving. All of a sudden, I see somebody from the Knesset. I see a psychologist, a psychiatrist. And I tell my wife, please, uh, less words will be better. Focus. Let's, let's eat. Just focus on the food. Because <laughs> I don't know where it's going to take us. And they tried to tell me that it was one group. And Netanyahu, what's wrong with him? And let me tell you, blah, 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 blah. The next group, da, 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 da. the law of it. It's not going to work. It's not, you shouldn't care who's right or who's wrong. You should care about one thing. Can I make a shidduch here? Can I make a shidduch? This one and this one. Right now, they split everywhere. You take the Sadbeck, they split. Sadbeck split. You know, there was the rabbi, Yoel, you know, the daughter, the son, the son. Bobov split. Everybody, Vignit split. Everybody split. Split. If you don't know it, please go. Go. If you don't trust me, go. All Hasid, you got split. This one split, and this one split, and another one split. Nobody can work together anymore. Two brothers, just get along already. What's wrong with getting along? <laughs> I like a potato kegel, and he like a pasta kegel, whatever the, the noodle one. The, yeah, huh? no more. I like mustard, he like mayonnaise. What a nonsense argument. Get along. If we're not going to get along, 
I'm sending you a king like Amen. We have to get along. It doesn't matter if it's difficult. This is, will be amazing. And how we start? It starts with me. It starts with you. Go to the street. The way you drive, you got to get along on the road. You got to learn how you walk. You, you live, you live in, a, in a place where there is a doorman. Get along with the doorman. See how they're doing. And you cannot say they're not Jewish. You cannot speak like that. We have to get along with every human being. We have to bring love to every human being. Are you okay? Do you need pizza, the doorman? Pizza? Yes, I would like to get you pizza. If we not go out of our way with that, my friend, you're going to solve Hamas, you're going to bomb Palestinians, you're going to feel Hezbollah, you're going to do this, Iran is gone, everything is gone. Now what? Mashiach, you think that's how you bring Mashiach? <laughs> we got to get along. It's like getting out of Egypt. Getting out of Egypt, and I still didn't change. So you get out of Egypt. No more Pharaoh, no more Egypt. What's the point of it? It's like a tovel v'sheretz v'yado, if you know what I mean. Somebody was doing a big pure, but he holding the lobster in the right hand. Hey, I still have the lobster. You got to change. The change within is important. Know what I get out. I get out of Gaza. I get out of Lebanon. I get out of this. Woo! What a winner. Am I able to win Gaber of Yetzirah that not let me love another person? And unfortunately, this message is not spread enough. Whenever I go to synagogue, I get very disappointed. Many rabbis out there dress very nice, as I said in the beginning. The preach usually is happening in Mahshabam and in Mahshabam and in Mahshabam. If it's Faradi or if it's Mahshabam, everybody with the Mahshabam. They're cursing the problem out there. What about me? What about me? What am I doing wrong? I'm doing a lot of wrong. And I'm sure you do too. Otherwise, this problem would not happen to us. So the message, Bezad Hashem, as Rabbi say here, and he get tortured for saying it, by the way. He get tortured. He get so tortured, the devil let him go on a bus in Eretz Israel. He had to walk to every lecture, two hours, three hours, because he spoke. He said, the problem is internally. It's not externally. Chaverim, it will be only good week. The people in the back, I'm so sorry that I couldn't see you. And uh, the people who come from far away, uh, thank you for, for driving all the way. And hopefully we'll see you next week. Thank you.